Let's go. Pregnant pause here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of this podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That's NFL boy Brandon. He's on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe his stuff. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73, and make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. Happy Week 19, fellas. Happy Week 19. So All year long for this week. Fortunately, my Patriots are not in, so. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is true. We have a, we, we had five out of our eight teams, though, make it to the playoffs. That's pretty yeah, cool. There, there was awesome. a few, a few that fell short, but, um, but yeah, so NFL was, beast. Yeah, the NFL beast instead of East. There you go. Um, we'll do a little bit of news from the East. Got a, and then um, and then start just start talking talking playoffs. Start talking the wild card weekend. Um, how about that? We'll just dive into it. Um, take a look at our games. Of course, we're going to predict. Um, uh, and talk a little bit about the games that are involved the NFL East but predict all of the games um, from this wild card weekend. Sound pretty good? Yep. Yep. All right, we'll kick it off with a little bit of news from the East. All right, first up, we can – well, let's start with uh, CBS. We've hung with them. All season and followed their weekly power rankings. They have put out their final power rankings. Um, I don't know if anybody knows this, but they skipped a week 18 power rankings. Did you all know that? Hmm. I did so, not. I think ours is better anyway. Yeah, our, our power <laughs> yeah, rankings are definitely far. better. Um, this power, here's the power rankings right here. The big... Uh, I'll, I'll go over all the notices. Um, see, this is why you all need to be watching this podcast on on our YouTube channel um, because we throw a lot of stuff on the screen and talk about it. But I'll try to help you guys out that are listening to this in audio. Um, Bills are number one. They were number two in week uh, on their last power rankings. Eagles went from uh, number one all the way down to number four. You drop three spots because you win a game in week 18. That makes no sense. Um, Cowboys. <laughs> here's the Cowboys. They were at seven. They go up to six because they lose a game. That's What, what is up with their power rankings, dude? It's pretty Right, funny. yeah. Do they not uh, watch the games? Because uh, Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're, they're like totally guessing by game. this point. Right. I mean, and also Giants New were, England moved up too, and we lost and lost. Well. Right, I, exactly. I uh, the Giants were 11 and went up to 10. Um the Dolphins were at 10 and dropped down to two to 12. So they won a game and dropped two spots. There you go. That's how you do this. The Pats uh, were at 23 and jumped all the way up to 18. 
and uh, Washington was at 12 and dropped all the way down to 19. That's probably the only deserving one, although Washington won in week 18. So yeah. <laughs> you win a game and drop out of the um, all the way down to week uh, to 19. And then the Jets, they were the ones that let us down. We were going to brag on the final power rankings of the year. We had all of our eight teams from the NFL East in the top 20, and the Jets let us down and dropped out of the top 20 to 21. There you go. So, um, you guys see anything crazy about this besides the stupid shifting that they didn't even, it's like they didn't even take, take week 18 into consideration. Right. Which maybe they shouldn't have because, you know, people aren't playing their starters and stuff. So it's a really weird way to gauge uh, where these teams are, but I actually like them. I think this is a pretty good top 10 anyway. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Top 10, um, just for um, everybody, it is uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, San Fran, Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers, um, Baltimore Ravens, and then the New York football Giants take up the 10th. Yeah, I'm a good top 10. I'm in uh, agreement with Rich. I do like the top 10 outside of number nine, Baltimore. They've lost the last two weeks. Who the hell knows when Lamar Jackson's coming back? I don't see how you possibly have them in the top ten right now. It without Lamar Jackson there. If he without was there, Lamar Jackson, I, I would yeah, easily I have him in the top ten. So I see that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I I agree with you, Brandon, because that's why I'm okay with the Dolphins um, out of the top ten down to twelve. Because without Tua, they're not a top ten team. Um, so is Baltimore a top ten team without Lamar Jackson? Probably right. not. You might be right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and I would say, like, uh, if you wanted to put Buffalo three and then go ahead and can't have Kansas City, San Francisco, Buffalo three, I wouldn't hate that either. Right. Yeah. yeah. Those top three, I, I do feel like those are the top three teams. So you could shuffle them pretty much any way you want. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, good. coming into the playoff power ranking, I think my number one team right now would probably be Buffalo. But then two and three, you could really put either one. I think I would have San Francisco over Kansas City, honestly. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I think you could uh, mix mix and match the way you want to. Um, all right, let's spin around the NFL East, uh, talk about a few things that have happened since um, our Tuesday show. We were waiting on news Um uh, Tua Tungavailoa, and two things came out. One, Tua has been ruled out. He has not cleared um, concussion protocol. He has not been um, released into football activities. Um, and then it was also announced that uh, Skylar Thompson, rookie Skylar Thompson, will get the start. To me, these are two totally different topics. Um, let's start with Tua Tungavailoa. Um, it has been three weeks now that since uh, he he got his second slash third concussion of the year, um, depending on who you ask. Um, that's not a good sign that he's not back at all. That's a bad sign for him. Um, I, I don't know exactly what that means. All I know is that um, – sorry, sipping on some margaritas. Um <laughs> Uh, I, I just know, I just definitely know that it's not, it's not a good sign for him moving forward. I, if you can't come back and, and bounce back in three weeks, um, 
you know, I mean, there's a lot of people, people believe stuff from all over, you know, all over the map. A lot of people believe that he's, he should go ahead and retire. Some people believe he's one concussion away from being forced to retire. Um, don't know if he'll be back um, ever um, this year, next year. Um, yeah, don't know. Don't know. He he still can't even practice with the team. He He's not allowed. You know, um, they asked Coach McDaniel if he's going to travel with them to Buffalo, and he wouldn't even answer that question. Um, he said, there's a chance, maybe, you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe but the doctors might not let the dude get on an airplane. You know what I'm saying? Because of concussions, um, that could be dangerous. So yeah, that, um, yeah, that's strange that he wouldn't answer that. Cause I would be like, of course he is. But then yeah, there may be right. pro- yeah, prohibitions. Uh, he's, he hasn't been cleared. I mean, like, um, I don't know if you all seen this, but at the end of the jets game, um, he was, Tua was at the tunnel, um, congratulating the guys and shaking his hands. He wasn't even out. He wasn't out there with the team. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just, it, it doesn't feel good. It Is doesn't it, make sense. Yeah. Well, maybe he's trying not to be a distraction to the players. I don't, I don't know. I would be, uh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah that yeah, doesn't make I mean, sense either. Know. I'd rather have him on the sidelines cheering on. Um, yeah. Uh, a couple like, things that headset. came out, right. A couple, exactly. I would too. You know what I'm saying? Give him a headset, have him help talk the rookie through it. Um, but he's not he's not good enough well enough to do that is my whole point that's why it's not good cuz 3 weeks later he can't be on the sideline with a headset you know helping your rookie he can't do none of that he can't um he's not well enough there was supposedly um uh some reports came out that he has been dealing with memory issues um so that's that's not good you know well, yeah, I, I don't sure, know if it's yeah. short term long term memory those kind of things um so yeah, it's just it's a bad situation, and uh, the the Miami Dolphins have a problem at quarterback moving forward, and and they have to realize that they have to figure that out this off season. Um, Skylar Thompson, however, will get the start in Buffalo. Um, he looked really again in the Jets game. Skylar looked really. Uh, nervous, really uh, unsettled, really um, um, overthinking it. You know what I'm saying? And now you could give Jets the props. They have a five, top five defense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so th- th- they were doing that. Um, and I don't know. He just, I think he just needs to take a deep breath. He needs to play more like he did in the preseason where there's, he has nothing to lose. Just go for it. You know what I'm saying? Just um, just cause he has a good arm man. he can, he can even run, you know what I'm saying? He can run. He's got a good arm. He just needs to trust himself and trust the reads. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. uh, um, and that's, he just needs to loosen up is what it feels like. He's just way too tight. And I mean, going into Buffalo, it, I mean, right now, you know, if the Miami dolphins were somehow, um, able to win that game, it would be a miracle. You know what I'm saying? So, he has nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just wing it, just go, just do it. Just, just throw them, you know, because if you watch the tape, I, I went back and watched tape on that um, Jets game. There was wide open receivers all over the field and he would just, he didn't throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? He just uh, second guessed it or looked away or didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? And th- that's not a good sign, man. You And you're not going to be able to do that, but him taking those chances and throwing the ball, is how you're going to beat Buffalo. That's the only way. You know what I'm saying is to hit Tyreek for big, you know, um, get the ball into Tyreek and Waddle's hands um, and make those throws. So yeah, that, 
that's what the team is built built around. You got to you got to use utilize those weapons. Right. But, right. Yeah, but isn't it, you know he's he doesn't have a lot of experience. It's just going to be an issue. So, right, exactly. but yeah, be a gunslinger in the next game because what do you what else do you have to lose? Right. Exactly. You, you he played like that in preseason because he didn't have nothing to lose, yeah. and there was second, third, fourth string guys trying to make the team out there. You know what I'm saying? But just do it. Just do it. Just if you see a small window, do it. I mean, worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to turn the ball over and. You know, we got a turnover Teddy right behind you that can come in and and throw some, you know, throw some interceptions if you need to. So he, Teddy Bridgewater will be backing out. He is not 100 percent. He's dealing with multiple injuries, um, but he is, <clears throat> I guess, good enough to be the number two quarterback um, for this game. So he just like in the Jets game, he will be backing up Skylar Thompson. So we'll see what happens. There you go. That's all I got there. Well, you got anything with the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, everything's going on schedule, uh, as far as getting players back for the Monday night game, but, uh, uh, we've been having issues in the secondary. So, uh, it turns out that, uh, Buffalo had released, uh, Xavier Woods, Xavier Rhodes. I'm sorry. Rhodes. <laughs> Xavier right. Rhodes, uh, from their, he's been on the practice squad. He's, uh, what is he? Maybe a nine year veteran, I guess. Yeah. Um, eight or nine years. Yeah. Something like that. I think he was drafted in 2013 or something. Um, although the, the word is he can't run anymore, but, um, Dallas's secondary is in a terrible shape as far as their cornerback number two slot. And we got Tom Brady coming up. So they, they, uh, uh, signed him to the practice squad and it looks like he will be elevated and eligible to play on the Monday night game. So, um, see how that goes. Maybe you can have one, one last run at him. So. Which he's been a, a solid player throughout his whole career. Right. You know, not a, you know, not an elite player, but uh, dependable. Definitely player. solid, right? Definitely a solid player. But, but he was released by Buffalo, so uh, uh, that probably says a little bit about where his play skill is at, play level is at at the moment. But right. some kind of backup safety net for the Cowboys there. Cool. So that's cool. But uh, um, speaking, yeah. okay, speaking else, of right. Speaking of Buffalo, um, Hamlin was released by um, from the hospital in Buffalo that he was in. Um, so that's a great sign, right? Yeah, he, um, he's officially discharged from the hospital. Right, yeah. right. Um, and just see how, you know, we'll just have to see how that goes. They were um, saying something about that he's going to start doing rehabbing at his house. And every now and then he'll come to the facility and do rehabbing right. with the team as well. So Awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's a, that's definitely a miracle. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Brandon, what did you have? You had, did you have anything out of New England? Yeah, I actually have a uh, couple of interesting reports coming out of New England. So, um, one, it doesn't tell who the linebacker is. Um, actually, it's someone named Danny. I'm guessing he's a, a old old player for New England, but it says. Former Patriots linebacker believes Bill Belichick is starting to lose respect in the locker room, meaning as in the mm. team's not, you know, not having 100% trust in him anymore. And I mean, after a season like this, why should you have trust in this man? You know what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't given you anything to have trust in. And then another report I've seen was uh, uh, apparently someone figured out that Matt Jones went behind Bill Belichick's back for help with struggling offense this offseason. 
I mean, the, during the season. And then uh, the biggest report I have that just came out about 20 minutes ago, Patriots are going to begin searching for a new offensive coordinator. So we just fired Matt Patricia as offensive coordinator. We're starting offensive coordinator interview starting next week. Um, and once again, this isn't at the hands of Bill Belichick. This came at the hands of Robert Kraft after they had an offseason meeting, set down meeting between the two. That's when then Bill Belichick came out and said that we will be getting a new offensive coordinator in the offseason. So once again, not at the hands of him because he's this damn ego about his damn self. It's at the hands of Robert Kraft because, well, Robert Kraft gives a shit about us, unlike Bill Belichick. So, hmm. Wow. That's interesting. Wow, that's yeah, that's a lot. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, going behind uh, Belichick's back, huh? That's going to work out good. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, somebody's on the trade block. Um, exactly. Well, New yeah, England's go got a new quarterback. <laughs> I remember uh, I, I, I remember um, the Colts played New England a few years ago, and I forget who the running back was for New England, but he, he came out of nowhere, and, and he rushed for like 170 yards or something, just, just ran down the Colts' throat. You know who I'm talking about, uh, Brandon? And then he missed practice, like, or he, he was late for practice a couple days later. So Belichick cut him, like, within a week. <laughs> I do that, like, 150 yards running in a game. And then yeah, I think you're talking about LeGarrette Blunt. I think so. No, is yeah. it? Was it Blunt? It might have been. Yeah, I, I think it was. Well, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was insane. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little hard nose. Hey, uh, but speaking of coaching uh, opportunities, um, I just realized that. Uh, uh, Kellen Moore has been approached about uh, um, the head coaching job for Carolina. Carolina, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so he got he got approached for Carolina, but uh, uh, Dan Quinn's also been contacted by the Denver Broncos and uh, the Houston Texans as well. So uh, there's there's yeah. a, probably a greater than 50-50 chance that both of our coordinators are going to be gone next year. Yeah, right, Gerard right. Mayo, uh, our one, linebackers coach, he was just contacted today by the Carolina Panthers as well about their head coaching job. So yeah. he might be gone too. I don't know. I would not take that Denver job. I mean, yeah. I take the Houston job. I take the Denver job, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be rough. It definitely would be rough. Uh, speaking yeah. of coaches, we've had a couple um, offensive coordinators that have been cut. Um, the Jets. Um, uh, Tuesday, I posed the question, were they going to use Michael Floor as their scapegoat and um, save Salah's job? And that's exactly what happened. Um, uh, Jets offensive coordinator and Michael Floor mutually parting ways after two seasons. So I guess that's better than being fired, right? I mean, technically he's fired, but <laughs> that's what but. I was going to say. I mean, because that, that I, I typed that up word for word, what was on the headline, yeah. right? And then word for word, word for word on the headline says commanders fire offensive coordinator, Scott Turner. <laughs> so I guess uh, there is a difference between getting fired and mutually parting ways. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, I, I talked a little bit about this Tuesday. I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on it. I think the uh, Michael LaFleur shit really is a scapegoat. That's definitely what it is. It's definitely not his fault. He didn't have a fucking quarterback. No. Give him a damn quarterback. Yeah. He, has, he runs a great offense, dude. Well, um, Dad, it, the funny thing about it is, um, the funny thing about it is, is um, not only did uh, my, not only did Michael LaFleur get fired, but uh, that after that, 
there was a shit. It, it seems like the Jets are their fucking office is torn right now between whether it was his fault or whether it wasn't because um, I seen some reports come out right after he got fired, right or right after they mutually parted ways. Um, right. I seen reports come out saying that uh, half the Jets organization thinks that Matt Lafleur failed uh, to properly, um, you know, fucking um, train or however the hell you want to put that Zach Wilson, and then the right. other half of the Jets organization is just saying what all of us think that fucking Zach Wilson is an awful quarterback. So, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. So, um, anything else about those two? Are you all surprised the, uh, commanders got rid of, uh, uh, Scott Turner? No, not really. I mean, like, like you said, Uh, and like all of us said, I mean, how, I mean, if you're not going to fire Ron Rivera, you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So uh, Scott Turner has been an offense coordinator in this league forever, though. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. He, he's been quite a few places. He'll probably land on his feet and get get picked up somewhere as well. Right. Yeah. So cool, cool. All right. The only other news I have is that a Giants camp uh, that they have signed ex uh, Cowboys, and um. I guess he was a Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver, James Washington. Cowboys loving. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was pretty funny. Um, Actually, when I see that, I was like, oh, well, good for them. He fits right in because that's what he is. You know, James, James Washington is a, is a good number three wide receiver. And that's what they have there is a bunch of number three wide receivers. Yeah. yeah, He fits the mold. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He, uh, yeah, I don't expect that he'll have much of an impact, but uh, um, yeah. No, well, he's he's. I think he's more just depth. Um, yeah, help, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Somebody gets hurt, he can, um, he can, he can hop in. So. Right, he is a veteran and he's healthy. So yeah. Or he might, or he might go into Sunday and come out looking like JT out there, just catching balls one handed and <laughs> taking them to the house. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> That is true. Very That's definitely true. not happening. Right. All right. Um, is easily like a top five wide receiver in this league. Right. Exactly. So, um, I got a little bit of uh, before. Let's let's go ahead and switch gears. That's well. That's all I got. Anybody else got anything from news from the east? No. Nope. All right. Cool. That's all I got too. So let's switch gears, and we're gonna start talking about the playoffs. But um, I got a couple of things I want to look at. Um, well, a few things before we get into um, games of the week, which we're going to preview the wild card weekend um, and do our uh, predictions, of course. First up, uh, did you guys know this? This yeah, is the first season. Are you ready? Yeah. First season without these teams in the playoffs since 2000. 22 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those are definitely heavyweights in the uh, it's pretty wild. Playoff. That is playoff. crazy. I thought that one was a crazy one. Just so um the the for everybody listening in this audio, it says first season without these teams <clears throat> in the playoffs since 2000. And it's of course it's Pittsburgh Steelers, Green Bay Packers, and the NFL East New England Patriots. Yeah. Okay, Dad, that you impressive. thought that you think that's interesting. I also seen this one 
this was posted by uh, Tony, a dude that is in our NFC NFL East on Facebook. He posted mm-hmm. this thing, and I thought this was pretty interesting. He said, for the 33rd year in a row now, four-plus teams will make the playoffs and uh, a playoff appearance despite missing the playoffs last season. Right here. Uh, you're reading my mind. It is actually six. Good job, Brandon. Yeah. Right here. So playoff right teams there, right there that is, did yeah. not make it previous in the previous season. Check this out. We got we got multiple teams. We got the New York Football Giants didn't make it last year, and our Miami Dolphins did not make it last year. Along I don't with think the Minnesota Vyers. or Jacksonville made it either. So no, none of none of these te- yeah. yeah none of these teams Jacksonville Vikings Chargers and of course the last year we remember um, Baltimore had a really bad bad year because of injury so yeah it's pretty amazing right pretty yeah. amazing so six teams are in the playoffs six out of 14 that did not make it last year that yeah just shows you how upside down the nfl is that's really yeah. cool well i mean that's yeah. what it's designed to do that's what the draft yeah, is to exactly. do that's what, yeah. you know it's uh you can rebuild quickly in the uh, nfl if you i mean honestly play your cards right honestly one thing i do want to point out though real quick while we are on the subject that's one thing i love about the nfl the nfl Unlike basketball and all of those other sports where you mainly see the same damn people versing each other in the same damn playoffs and all that, the NFL, you always get surprises like we did this season. Like, I don't think very many people had the Giants making the playoffs and or Jacksonville, you know, all Jacksonville right. or Jacksonville any of them. Like, the number two. Yeah, were they, were they number one? They were the number one pick last year, right? Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jacksonville they were. Was. Yep, yeah. and they took Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So not very. No, I mean, that's one no, thing no. I love about the NFL. No, last year. Like, yeah. Well, they've been number one pick oh, two yeah, years la- in a row. Last year, yeah, they, yeah. They've yeah. done it two years in yeah. a row, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 They. I think they took a defensive lineman last year first overall. Yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure. Tavon or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Tavon Walker wasn't it? Yep. Like that? Yeah, he's a I beast. Think so player. yeah. Yeah, he is a beast. Yeah. Him and uh, uh, Josh Allen from where do he play linebacker? Uh, would that be the University of uh, Kentucky Wildcats? The University of Kentucky Wildcats. That's right. Josh Allen, beast mode. Yeah, he's um, a beast. Good. Yeah, the, nobody had the Giants. I well, at least I don't never heard you know anybody yeah. about the Giants. Jackson yeah, nobody talked totally, about the Giants. Well, let's put it back up there. Yeah, but I, I totally agree with you. Yes, nobody talked yeah. about the Giants. Nobody talked about the Jaguars. Um, yeah, I feel like the Jaguars talk about all the other ones. Yeah, I feel like the Jaguars would have had a shot just because of that division was pretty weak. Although nobody predicted the Colts to be nobody predicted Tennessee. They were the Colts or, or Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. Everybody predicted um, the yeah. Jaguars coming in third in that division. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee did look like it. They did look like a team that was rising there, but they kind of they kind of fell back a little bit this year. But um, right. yeah, so uh, all right, yeah, uh, real quick. So uh, I, know, I know Dallas hasn't made the back-to-back playoffs in probably a decade. I forget exactly how many years, but it's been forever. But this is their first. This is the first back-to-back playoff for them in a long time. But um, Mike Tomlin, there we, to the previous uh, uh, post you showed up there. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. I think that's pretty impressive. Oh, oh, dude, yeah. I wish I had. That was amazing. Um, it's because Pittsburgh won their last game. Right, they, they get, were, gonna, they were getting ready to go eight and nine, and it was going to be his first losing season. They won yeah. the game; he went nine and eight. Yeah, now that's Pretty a great amazing. coach. I'll take that coach any, uh, you know, any day of the oh, week. Oh yeah, oh hell yeah! Uh, I see uh, Tomlin. Uh, there's a a video of this guy. He's videotaping Tomlin coming out of the tunnel, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Coach Tomlin, let's go, go get him." 
home and told him to shut the fuck up. He's working. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No fucking oh, around with that guy. <laughs> hey, no fucking around with that man. He yeah, is a no. beast. He's all business. He is a beast. Uh, He's awesome, man. Yeah, I love, I he's love a great, Tom. great, great coach. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Best part about Pittsburgh by far. So yeah, and uh, you know, props to to Pittsburgh. They just don't. They you know they uh, they stick with their coaches. I think they've only yeah. had about four head coaches in that whole franchise, which is really yeah, great. right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Pretty amazing. I think Tomlin's been their head coach for like 13 years now or some shit like that. It's been that long, yeah. It's been yeah, a really been long and, time. And he took all he took over from uh what this guy I can't think of his name. Um uh, Mr. There for, Jaw. Yeah, Mr. The dude with the jaw splitter, <laughs> this this little dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and he was there forever as well. So right. they, they they like consistent coaches. So. Yep. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Well, I'll tell you something I like. You know that I like some CBS power rankings. You know I love this stuff, right? Oh, well, God. they come out. But here they go. I think they messed this one up. So what we're going to do here is we're going to have a little bit of fun, and we're going to fix this forum. okay? So what they came out with. I mean, shit, am I getting a, paid for this? Right, exactly. We're gonna we're gonna help we're gonna help these dudes over at CBS out. They came out with a 2023 NFL playoffs power rankings, and they got Kansas City, San Fran, Eagles, Tampa Bay. Or no, let me. I'm reading this wrong. Never yeah, mind. It's Kansas like- City, Kansas City. Just imagine if you read it like that for the first time, and you were like, "What are these guys thinking?" Okay, so they got Kansas City. The Bills, San Fran, Bengals, Eagles, Baltimore at six, Tampa Bay, Vikings, Cowboys all the way down at nine, Chargers at 10, Football Giants at 11, Jaguars at 12, Seahawks 13, and my Dolphins come in at number 14. So, um, yeah, I, I, I got problems with all of it. I mean, with a lot of it. I don't know. Yeah, what do you guys I mean, think? For, first and foremost, the uh, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs has to be flip swaps for me. Like I told you, mine would probably be Buffalo 1, San Francisco 2, Kansas City 3. And Kansas City is even a hard 3 because you might even put the Bengals ahead of Kansas City. So they might even drop back to 4. Um, but He's lost his mind. Yeah, I, I, I mean, come on that. now. What? The the yeah. Bengals Kansas seriously? City is by far the best team on this on the out of everybody here. Nah, definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't say by team. far, but I I think they well I, would, I mean they I have the okay, player. they have the best quarterback and they have the best coach. Name a better coach and quarterback on here. You can't. Right. Because I, they're both at Kansas City. And that's what wins Super Bowls. So just saying. I would like San Fran if they had a better quarterback. They got they got a rookie dude. It, everybody's like Purdy is Purdy good. Um, yeah, but he's he's inexperienced. He's never been in the playoffs. I got can't I got San Francisco yeah, going out in round Kyle one. Shanahan's gonna I help got him San with Francisco that, going crazy. out in, 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 in round one. Okay, wow. Well, okay, what you have? Yeah. You have Seattle beating San Francisco. Lack of experience at the quarterback. Yes. Have you lost Lack your mind? It's a no. rookie quarterback. Okay, so I mean, I would easily, dude. I would easily take. Oh, I would easily take that rookie quarterback any day over Geno Suckass Smith. Okay. He is straight right. ass. I mean, this is his first year being a decent sized quarterback. Okay, so I totally agree. I totally agree. 
with with that statement. And Geno Smith sucks. But uh, every other quarterback on here besides Skylar Thompson yeah. is um, more experienced than him other than maybe Trevor Lawrence. And I definitely would take Trevor Lawrence over Purdy. Exactly. I would too. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's, no, that's my I, whole I would point. too. I would too. I would take point. any, any other playoffs, quarterback like on here. Experience counts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you yeah. get to the playoffs. Well, what I'm and that's saying why, is any that's why nobody has the Dolphins. On that's here outside of Skylar Thompson and Geno Smith, I'd probably take over Purdy. But I'm not taking Geno Smith or Skylar Thompson over him. Right. Just right. saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, Especially but, if I got that defense. Right. Yeah. The quarterback doesn't make San Francisco good. What makes San Francisco good is that that stout defense. Yeah. Right. Well, and and that Mike Shanahan ran offense. Yeah. Right. And you got right. you have a great coach. That's exactly what coach. I was they telling. They have the coaching. Dad. They don't have the quarterback. That's that's my yeah. problem with. They don't have a quarterback. Well, no, and but they that, need a game manager. They need to have one of those. You guys, but you guys don't understand. This is the reason why. Okay, here's the reason why it matters. Experience matters in the playoffs, and then we'll get back to this power rankings i'm going to explain to you teams are going to take risks that they normally wouldn't they're going after purdy i guarantee yeah. you that that seattle seahawks are going to go after him and yeah. they're going they're going to shut they're going to attempt to shut him down they're going to attempt to make him scared because he hasn't played at this level yet and these guys know i and everybody that's on the seattle seahawks team that has been in the playoffs including that super bowl winning coach is going to he's going to send them at him and they're, that's how they're going to try to win. They can't beat the defense. They can't beat the coaching, although Pete Carroll's a pretty damn good coach. Yeah, I trust you know what I'm saying? So I, I trust Pete Carroll. No, no, and Dad, that's what, what I'm going to do. They're going after the rookie quarterback. I guarantee no, you. Dad, if what they can I'm get him is, frazzled, and, they have a chance to win. Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, what I'm saying is I agree with you with that. I, I 100% agree with you. And I do think that that's going to be their only chance of winning is if they do blitz a lie and come out the purdy. I do agree with you on that. But what I was trying to say earlier is I think Kyle Shanahan, just like he has been most of the season, is going to help Purdy out with how he's been doing. Like they're going to probably run some of the same schemes that they've been running and shit during regular season and stuff like that. Like quick throws, getting it out of hands quickly and shit like just that. Saying. People are like, going to take chances. People are going to they're going to take chances like they won't in the regular season because yeah. they know. It's do or die. And I mean, uh, again, though, okay, I, I, I get where you're coming from. And let's say they that does Gino help, Smith right? is experienced. He's been around for years. Yeah, that's, uh, but, that's but the hang different on, point. But hang on. But hang on. Let me get to my point here. Let's say that they do blitz Purdy, right? Which mean you agree that, that they I'm will. I'm not saying they're blitzing. That they I'm will. not saying they're necessarily blitzing him. Well, they're going to bring the pressure on him, like you were saying, right? Let's say that they bring pressure to him and try to get to him. If that does work, do you really think Geno Smith is going to be able to no. even beat what, the defense? What I'm talking about is one of what I'm talking about is their defense is going to be unreadable. They're not going to bring the, a defense that Purdy has the ability to read. Is what I mean by bringing the house because because they have that good of defensive coaching in Seattle. They can confuse this young kid. He's not okay. going to know where to throw the ball. Okay, well, let's say, let's say that they do, do that and it does work. Do you think Geno Smith then then can beat the San Francisco defense? Because I don't. Right, exactly. That's a, exactly right. right. That's a million dollar question. Uh, yeah, I do think uh, I do think uh, uh, Seattle will try to confuse Purdy, and they, and I think they might be 
fairly okay with at it. So these this team played be, uh, and they might be ago. able to get to him like Brandon was talking about also. Yeah, yeah. yeah which which San Fran's got a great offensive line, so that's not going to be easy. Be, that'll be the hardest part. Right? It'll be challenging, but uh, they played a few weeks ago and it was uh, twenty one to thirteen, uh, right. San Francisco. So that's a ball right. game. Uh, right. Uh, but things were not tried in that game that will be tried. Is it my hope? Yeah, because it's the sure. yeah. And and, and so I would agree, and I would with, agree with what you're saying, Dad. And that's why I'm saying in maybe the second we're or third round. We're talking more about the games. So you right. want to just what? skip this and go to the games? No, well, real quick, because uh, I'm just going to say Tampa Bay at number seven. I mean, yeah, this no. that was uh, uh, eight and nine. They don't even have a 500 record, and they're above yeah. Minnesota. They're above the Vikings. They're above I mean, the Cowboys. Rich, they're above I the Giants. Like, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what I was saying. But I feel like they put this in Tampa at seven for one reason, because we all know, being NFL lovers, how Tom Brady comes and plays in January. And I think that's why they put them at seven right there. Because let's all be honest, Minnesota's better than Tampa Bay. Dallas is most definitely better than Tampa Bay. You could even say the Chargers, the Giants, the Jaguars might even be better. Like, you know, there's a handful of teams that's below them that would be better than them. So I think they only put them there because of what we know that Tom Brady can do in January. Uh, okay. Probably, probably. Um, okay. Yeah, I agree. Anything with else? I thought Tampa Bay was way too high. I mean, again, uh, Baltimore is way too. Is there high any teams? I, what about New York Football Giants being all the way down at eleven? That's yeah, they're crazy. they're too low to they're too low for me. Yeah. Too low. I'd probably put them ahead of the at least the Chargers. I don't know about Dallas or Minnesota. Uh, I would have I Dallas higher. Would I would have Dallas above. Tampa Bay, Minnesota, oh, and yeah, possibly me too. even Baltimore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd probably have them at six. I'd probably have Dallas at six. Well, honestly, Baltimore is too like high for eight. me in the first place, especially without Lamar Baltimore? Jackson. If we were talking Lamar Jackson, maybe six would be fine, but uh, without okay, a well, Lamar I mean, Jackson. If we're going to go ahead and let Lamar Jackson come back, then the Dolphins with Tua is not at 14 then. No, no, the Dolphins no. with Tua is better than uh, Jacksonville and, and Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I don't have to do it, so I say keep us in the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I think you have to factor in like uh, where these uh, playoff teams are going to be playing at. Like the Eagles get a bye week, uh, so I would automatically move them up at least one spot. I'd probably right. bump Cincinnati down, maybe, um, just because they're going to get a bye the first week, and then they get home field advantage all the way through. So, right. No neutral site for them. Right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Sounds good. So we'll just mix and match it. Um, are you done with this? I think so. You done with you? Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. All right. We just talked about the Seahawks 49ers. Does anybody else have anything to say about that game? Uh besides I, what we already talked about. Yeah, I don't predict an upset here, but uh but okay, maybe well that's, that's all we got left is predictions. So yeah. what it, so go ahead. And Are we making it. predictions right here? Uh, yep, we're here. We're moving. We're moved on yeah. now. Games of the week. Fails. Yeah, I mean, this could be a game where you know Cinderella, you know, hits midnight or whatever and turns into a pumpkin. Or it's a fucking rookie quarterback, y'all. Right, right. He's it's a rookie have, quarterback. Yeah, and that's what, never what played a full NFL season. Play? He's never played in the NFL playoffs. Exactly, yeah. but go watch Geno Smith in the two games against the 49ers this year. He looked like a not damn in the playoffs. quarterback. 
not he looks in the like playoffs. A, he looks like a damn rookie quarterback. You're telling me in the playoffs right. it ain't gonna get worse. It is well, right, and that's San Francisco's defense really wrecks your quarterback. It really yeah, just does. Very true. It really very does. True. But I, I'll be honest, the fact that they're you know, uh, you know, they're in the same division, they're familiar with each other. I think you know you you could possibly get an upset there. You know, familiarity with the team is uh, a huge advantage. Um, but hey, yeah, okay. If 49ers quarterback was better, I would say there's no way this is going to be an upset. If, if he was not a rookie, if it was if it was Jimmy G or somebody like that, you know what I'm saying? I, I would be like, no, there's no way um, this is going to happen. Their defense is too good, and their quarterback doesn't make mistakes. Um, yes, their quarterback, Purdy, does not make mistakes in the handful of five, six games that he's played in the NFL, but that's all he's played. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to think this guy is going to go much further is pretty ridiculous. And yep. Okay. Well, I'm a pretty pick. good defensive team on the other side of the ball. Seattle yeah. is a good. They've gotten better and better defensively. Um, their defense is just young. You know what I'm saying? They just drafted really well on defense, and they got some really young players out there. But they got great defensive coaching, and and that's going to be what I think makes it a hell of a game. So. Okay. I'm going to predict San Francisco, but uh, I'm not going to be surprised if it gets in a blowout or close game. Uh, I'm going to say it's a close game. Um, All right, cool. Uh, if I gave a score, it'd be like 20 to 13. Cool. Brandon, who you got? Well, I'm going with my Super Bowl prediction, and that is the 49ers and Bills. So I'm taking the 49ers to win this game. You got uh, a rookie going to the court. Okay, Super Bowl. All right, cool. Um, not because think, of their offense, though. I have it because of their defense. That defense is easily a top five defense. Oh, well, the defense is the best in the NFL. They're, the best. They're number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're number yeah. one. And their yeah, coaching is top three in the NFL. So, that's yeah. number. That's maybe not true, but uh, uh, I think he's a little overrated myself. But yeah, you know, whatever. Twenty-eight to three, buddy, and you fucking were the offensive coordinator. All right. Um, I think this is uh, the first of two different upsets or what some people call upsets. Um, yeah, this, this is, and it's just, um, you know, it, it, if it's not here, it's definitely the next round. So I think it's here because uh, of the coaching that the Seahawks provide. Um, and it's okay here, Brandon, I'll, I'll be, I'll be like you. I think the Seahawks are going to win this game, but not because of their quarterback because of their defense. The Seahawks have a great defense that's going to make it hard on San Francisco's offense. And so it's going to be a great defensive game back and forth. Okay, um, but and, then uh, once Geno Smith gets the ball to win it, go. he has to put up points it's, and he's right, not going to do that against that defense. Right. You got a you got a lifelong, you got a lifelong veteran backup quarterback or a rookie quarterback that was drafted in the seventh round. Who do you I mean, trust most I would in the rather take I'm going the, with the quarter. I'd oh, rather take the veteran. I mean, I'd rather take the rookie quarterback that was drafted in the seventh round, oh. or a veteran quarterback that went played this team twice this year looks as bad as the rookie quarterback. So, yep. I mean, I I'm taking you. the rookie. Okay, cool. Yeah. By the way, the, I got the Seahawks in the upset. Yeah, the, okay. The, the odds on this are ten point. Uh, San Fran is ten point favorites. I don't think. Right, exactly. I don't think they're ten points. I don't think they're going to win by two. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have it ten points either. I have it probably like seven, like you was talking about, Rich. But I, I do have San Francisco winning. So, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, 
let's go ahead and get the games that that the three games out of the way, and then we'll have a, a few minutes. I'm trying to leave some time to talk about our NFL East games. So what about Chargers Jaguars? And am I doing Jaguars it? at home? Brandon, who you got? Uh, I got the Jaguars in this one. Um, now, uh, a lot of questions got to be answered because in that game against Tennessee last week, uh, there for a little while, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars offense kept on getting um, freaking pancaked and kept on getting um, staggered right there where they began and kept on going three and out and having to punt it back off against the Tennessee Titans who had Josh Dobbs at quarterback. This week, you're not getting that. You're getting Justin Herbert, and he's a lot better than Josh Dobbs. So if you keep on going three and out like you did against Tennessee, this game might start leaning the Chargers way. But I have the Jaguars right now. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to learn from that and uh, do not make the same mistakes this week. So, Right. All right. Rich, you got a prediction on this one? Boy, this is really going to be a hard game to uh, to pick. Uh, this is be the first playoff game for both these quarterbacks here. Um, yep. Jaguars is on a little bit of a roll. They've been playing pretty well. Um, I, I, I like Peterson as the coach, as opposed to the Chargers head coach. Uh, giving my edge to the coach, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, and home field, I don't think Jacksonville's home field is going to be that much of a big advantage to them. Although, you know, they haven't been in the playoffs. That place is rock. That place is rocking. It could, it could rock. Um, yeah, yeah, it was rocking I, in Tennessee. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the. Uh, I guess I'll go with Jaguars. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, make it probably. a sweep because I also have the Jaguars. I have the Jaguars because when it comes down to it, to the playoffs, you need experience. It's it's the time of year that coaching matters most, um, and you need you know experience, coaching, things like that are ex- become even more important. And uh, um, Jaguars have the better coach. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, they, this should, if our predictions become true, and the better defense, be, if our predictions become true and the Jaguars do win, right? Like we all three have, it should bring up an interesting story because I've been seeing that apparently Brandon Staley is on the hot seat, and people are saying if they lose this game to the Jaguars, he's fired from LA. It's it's only because a coach, a coach that used to coach the New Orleans Saints wants his job. That's the only reason. I mean, you, you don't go to the damn playoffs and get fired. Um, Michael, people unless, have asked me this way. countless of times on my um, channel. All right, last one, Ravens, yes, Bengals. Ravens, Bengals. Ra- okay, Ravens, Bengals. Um, again, I, I'm taking the Bengals in, in this game. Um, I mean, if Lamar Jackson was playing, it'd be a lot better game. Uh, but Tyler Huntley played what uh, two weeks ago, or, or yeah, I believe it was two weeks ago against the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, against the Bengals, um, he did not look that good to me. Um, so I, I'm taking I'm taking the Bengals in this. I think they'll do the same stuff that they did Tyler Huntley the first time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is a rematch from last week, right? Um, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna well, go. No, no, the Ravens are gonna have a different quarterback. Oh, okay. Huntley did not play last week because they didn't want him to get injured. Oh, but, okay. So, so he they knew Lamar the Jackson yet. was not gonna come back. They oh, I know. I think he did. Didn't he play the Bengals in that first matchup? In the first matchup, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, Lamar uh, was in the first matchup. Yeah, I think the Bengals just have too much firepower with those wide receivers. Yeah, and I just feel and like you got a backup quarterback. You know, I like, yeah, I like a lot of things out about the Ravens, but yeah, if Lamar Jackson was playing, it would be a game. But yeah. I, I feel like the Bengals are just going to overpower him with those wide receivers. Yeah, I agree. If Lamar Jackson was playing, I would take the Ravens. He is not playing, so I picked the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. pretty simple to me. All right, now we got the three games left that involve. Let's go ahead and start with the one that has two teams from the NFL East, Dolphins, Bills. Um, you know, I mean, it's the third-string quarterback. If Tua was in this, I would sit here and talk about it for 20 minutes probably. Um, Tua's not in it. Um, there is this such thing as the football gods, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, they just uh, come down and put their hand down and force some things to go a certain way at certain times. Um Outside of that happening, I don't see the Dolphins winning this game. Um, I like Bill's coaching better. I like their quarterback better. I like their defense better. Um, yeah, there's nothing I, I like. The Yeah, there's nothing I like. Um, now, if Tua was there, I think they become a little bit more equal. I still like the Bill's coaching a little better, only because we uh, Coach McDaniel was a rookie coach. That's the only reason I believe he's going to – become better um from year on year in year out he will learn from his mistakes um i like uh, i like the i think the bills are going to win this game outside of a miracle so all right dad real quick can i just say real quick we just seen the miami dolphin fan come out in you because it is straight bullshit how you was talking about in that San Francisco game, that there was a rookie quarterback involved. You were said, said on the damn Seattle Seahawks. Then you started talking about a rookie, why a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach, but somehow by the fate of football gods, you That's all might it. have a chance. That's it. Uh, but yeah, the 49ers don't need the football gods to get involved. They got a defense, they got a hell of a defense that could win in that game. So, and they got great coaching experienced coaching the dolphins have great coaching just inexperienced and i don't trust inexperienced coaches right now in the playoffs that's the reason why i got the jaguars winning so yeah, no, yeah i got the dolphins losing because they're starting a, a rookie quarterback yeah <laughs> i got both rookie quarterbacks getting knocked out <laughs> in the first round so that kind of makes sense yeah um yeah i i got the bills winning this game too um but uh, again, it's gonna it's gonna ultimately come down to uh, a, a, how Miami's defense plays them. Because yeah, I do have the Bills winning either way, whether your defense is good or bad. But your defense, the last two times that they played the Buffalo Bills, have been really, really good, and they kind of like kind of make Josh Allen fuck up a yeah, little. They bit. match up really well. So, they match yeah. up really well. Yeah. And uh, and you know if they do that again, and then like you said, if Brock Purdy comes out. I mean, if um, if um, Skylar Thompson comes out and takes some shots like he, uh, you know, like, like he's he playing did in the that, backyard, that's what yeah, he needs to do. Is like he's playing; exactly. he has nothing to lose. Playing and in if the he comes out there off. and does that, who knows? Right. The the Miami Dolphins might actually have a shot. No one knows. That that would be um, the football gods. See, the football yeah. gods would grab Skylar Thompson's heart and be like, "Live free, my child," and he would just yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. just grab the ball, grab the ball. I mean, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill actually turns into a cheetah when he's running. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, hand of God did that. So, right. 
Well, I'm, uh, I'm who familiar. you got, Rich? I'm sure yeah. you got Bills or who you got. Yeah, Rich? I'm familiar with the football gods because they hate me. Because um, <laughs> uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you were talking about a miracle. It would take a miracle. but America's maybe, team my ass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We'll see. Uh, like you were talking about miracles, uh, there's a famous quote, do you believe in miracles? It's the right, uh, 1980 exactly. U.S. hockey team beating the Russian hockey team. There was uh, the New, Eng- New England Patriots losing to the Giants. At, you know, oh, of course you had to bring that definitely up, not a Rich, didn't you? I understand that Eli Manning is close to being a god. But you know, I mean, it's still not. He's still that's that's not yeah. football goddish. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. just talented Eli Manning shutting him down. Uh, I, mean, almost, yeah. I mean, I mean, his brother did, is a football did, god. You know what though, happened? So. The, do you all remember like week seventeen that year? Was it seventeen or eight? Is it no week sixteen that year or seventeen? They played the Giants. They did. The Giants almost beat the them. They, they, uh, it listen to game, Eli yeah. Manning talking about that. Listen to Eli Manning talking about that game. Yeah. And, but they beat them. New England beat them to keep their perfect season alive. And then he says, so Eli said, when I got to the Super Bowl, dude, I knew we could win. Right. I knew we could win. And I didn't have nothing to lose. I just started throwing it. And that's what, and that's, it's great. Yeah, they, like, they, they knew. Uh, well, that's, this is the thing. Like, we were talking about the Seattle game. Like familiarity is a, is a huge advantage for an underdog. At least you right. know what you're going up against. And then, uh, exactly. Uh, and they were able to figure things that they were able to exploit against that, the right. Patriots in that final regular season game. Uh, and I like what I like what Brandon said about this game too. That the Dolphins have played the Bills pretty tight both times this year, and they do know them. They match up really well. Right. The defense has the ability to shut the Bills' high-powered offense down. Right. They do. Yeah. They do have that ability. You know, the last time they played them, they shut them down for three and a half quarters. It just so happened there's four right. quarters. So right. you know. Now, having said all that, I'm gonna take the Bills. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I, I, another rookie quarterback here very first early starts of his career it's going to be he's going to have a uphill battle uh, right. and i don't feel confident in miami's special teams to sort of right. you know make something happen you know get a get a touchdown somewhere special teams that have struggled all year yeah I, you know it would be really fluky if they could manage some points but that's really what they're going to need if they're going to yeah. upset buffalo we're going to need defense to win this game for him score some yeah. points um, and, and just get a couple of weird, you know, a couple of weird bounces from the ball and that kind of thing. Yep. And I don't, I just don't know. That would be the football gods. That would be yeah. the football gods. Yeah. So. And I, I think they love Josh Allen probably more. <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, God loves Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's the favorite. <laughs> He's the. Chosen. So yeah, I'm going with uh, Buffalo. I think. Th- uh, if now if Tua was playing, I do think Miami had a great shot to win this game. But yeah, great shot. I'd be pick, I'd be picking the Dolphins right now. Yeah, Tua's I might have I might um, do. But all right, uh, next up, Giants, Vikings. Um, I got the G men in this. Uh, they're going to come out physical. They got they got in my opinion they got the better coaching. Um, even though it's a rookie coach, pretty amazing. Um, but I, I do think they got the better coaching. They're they're just going to be really physical in this game. The Vikings, de- the weakest part of the Vikings defense is their run stop, and they are going to run the ball down their throat. Saquon is going to be hyped about being in the playoffs. Um, Danny Dimes and and gang are going to have something to prove. And uh, those Vikings that everybody says has been overrated all year is going to exit first round of the playoffs. So there you go. Yeah, I got uh, I got the Vikings winning this too. 
pretty much Vikings. for every reason. I mean, I got the Giants winning this game too. Okay, uh, for pretty much every reason that you just said as well, Dad. Um, I I do think the Minnesota Vikings have uh, been a fluke all season long. I, I think it's just a matter of time until they get knocked out. And they're going to run into the Giants team that's hyped, uh, set all their starters. They're ready to go. I think the defense is going to be fired up. Saquon Barkley is going to be ready. I think Danny Dimes is going to have himself a game as well, running and passing. Yeah, definitely um, so, running and um, I, I think everything's just going to follow the Giants' way, and it's just going to go one step further in showing why Brian Dable should be the uh, coach of the year. So, Yep, I totally agree. Okay. Rich? Yeah, okay, so I'm going to go with the Giants as well for the upset. Um, I, do, I do think they have a, a – I don't advantage. think that's an upset. I think if the Vikings win, it would be an upset. Okay, all right. Really? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, really? I'm I mean, just favor, but uh, well, I mean, they're a home team and they're a bit higher, higher seed ranking. Um, right. Uh, but I do think they, the Giants are playing really good ball right now. I mean, they're playing their best ball of the season at the end of the year. I think uh, the last five games that the Giants have put up, maybe the last four games have been pretty good. Even they with called the back, up the practice squad and almost won. Yeah, and they played pretty uh, tough against uh, <laughs> uh, Philadelphia, and, who was right. playing for their lives, really. Right, uh, exactly. So, uh, uh, and they might have learned some good things in that game as well, you know, given uh, other people opportunities. Um, but here's an interesting stat about Minnesota. This season, Minnesota in games that are decided by one point, or I'm sorry, by one score or less, you know, one score, uh, final, uh, one possession scores, I guess. Am yeah. I saying that right? Yeah. Games decided by less than one possession. Less than, yeah. So less one, than one possession or less. Right. Uh, the, the Vikings are 11 and 0. In, wow. In, yeah. in games that are decided yeah. by one game or, or one score or less. An, an easy way to say that is eight points or less. Yeah. I guess so. you can say eight points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that's not sustainable, right? I mean, are the football no, guys really favoring Minnesota right. here that right. much? I mean, <laughs> no. Well, well the Giants, the Giants built their um, good record and made it to the playoffs on that. They did that the whole beginning of the season. If you all remember, remember the whole beginning, the first half of the season, that's what the Giants did. Took everybody down to the wire, barely stayed in it and found a way to win at the end. That's yeah. how they, that's what they did. So that's, that's why I like this matchup. Cause these are two teams that have lived the same way all fucking season. Let's see who yeah. can get it better. You know? Yeah. And I think the more physical team can win it. You know, and that's the only reason why. I'm thinking yeah. I do think the Giants are definitely more physical. And if they, if they run, you know, uh, you know, I would, I would ground game this game. All the way through, a ground game and some meat at, mean ass defense. Yeah, I would, just I would, I would have Daniel off. Jones run. Daniel Jones run as well. You know, yeah, I would, exactly. I would yeah. use him for all of his skills. So, and I really, really want an upset here because I don't want Dallas to have to go to Philadelphia next week uh, if they do win. So, yeah, if the Giants win, then that that's that's great for Dallas. So, right. cool. And if uh, cool. if Seattle wins and Giants wins, Dallas might be playing at home at some point this year. Right. In the playoffs. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's wrap it up uh, with the Cowboys, Buccaneers, and Tom Brady. Rich, who you got? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, well, okay. So, uh, you know, we were talking about Tom Brady and his playoff success. Is that, you know, you can't overstate that, I guess, or understate it. Uh, but is all right, is Tampa Bay a really good team? I mean, are they a good team? No. Um, I was watching a, or yeah, I was listening to a podcast uh, a couple of days ago, 
and um, I'll get your opinions on this too. Who's the better team, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Washington Commanders? I'm taking Tampa Bay. I like Washington. I mean, um, if Washington had a quarterback, I would definitely pick Washington. Washington has the better defense. Washington has the better offensive line. Washington has the everything but quarterback. Everything but quarterback. (laughs) Right, right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm not – are we sold to Tampa Bay this really They both have shitty coaching. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, and lots of rumors about Tom Brady and uh, – the offensive coordinator there for Tampa Bay. I can't think of his, uh, Brian Leftwich. Uh, yeah, Leftwich. Yeah, Leftwich. Uh, not getting along at all this year. Um, being a, a, a thing. But Tom Brady is 7 and 0 against the Cowboys, also. He's never lost to the Cowboys, which what really makes it bad is he grew up a San Francisco fan. Brandon might know this. Um, and he's always hated the Cowboys. So right. for him to have that stupid ass uh, career that he's had, and never have to lose the Cowboys on top of that. That's just stomach churning. Right. Right. You know, like, right. like, you know, that's what I mean. The gods hate the Cowboys. Right. <laughs> um, but all good things have to come to an end. Uh, earlier this week, I was like, Dallas is not going to win this game. You know, we've seen this before. Dallas, you know, gets in the playoffs, have a, has a great regular season. They were 12 and five. That's a, that's considered a top tier season. I would think everybody would have to be happy at 12 right. and five. Uh, they've done it two years in a row, but they've also got eliminated in the first round last year. By who, though? Who, did, who beat San them last Francisco. year? Right. San Francisco right. Beat, beat Dallas. A better team than this Tampa Bay team is my Yeah, a much better team. This right. Tampa Bay team, the only reason why they're in the fucking playoffs is because they're in the crappiest division in football. That's Otherwise, good. they would be nowhere near the playoffs. Right. The, uh, and, uh, 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 I'm done. Yeah. Uh, record, I'm record. Show, record would show that uh, the NFC East – is the crappiest division in all of football, but this year was without a doubt the NFC South. So, <laughs> yeah, well, the NFC yeah, by record the NFC East is a probably the it, best division in football. We had three playoffs, right? Exactly. This year, this year, no, they this, this, on their head. this year, yeah. yes, this I would year, agree yeah. with that, Rich. Sure. But I'm saying right, by right, record right. books, every single year it's the NFC South. I mean, well, the yeah, NFC they, East. You don't even have a team that can win it twice and win that division twice in a row. Right. The NFC, this year, this year, the NFL, the NFC East didn't have a losing record and yeah. the, the NFC right. South had the division winner with the losing record. I just said right, this exactly. year, the Crazy. NFC East is one of the best. I'm saying by record book every other season, though, the NFC East has been the worst. Yeah, yeah but that, right, you're right. at the history book we're talking about this year. Well, yeah. yeah, this year, this year. Yeah, it's by far the NFC South. Yeah. But uh, so, like I said earlier, I was I was really kind of down on Dallas. I was thinking they might win, they might lose this one. But you know, they are going to get players back. They're going to be some key players coming back next week, especially or especially you know uh, on the defense. I think we're going to be able to handle the, our our run defense is going to be much improved with our players, and maybe right. we can get our in our offensive line can probably stabilize a little bit this week. Right. Uh, Dallas has not lost two games in a row all season. Um, right. We played horrible against Washington. They look like crap. Um, what about Mister Interception? He ain't gonna throw no more interceptions, is he? Dak Prescott. You're right. Uh, well, you know, he had a terrible game last year and threw one, or last week, and he was still just one interception. So that is I mean, he, insane. Like, uh, I can see him I, having an interception. But I read, uh, I read a stat that says that uh, Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions this year. 
He did. And yeah. he still missed 12 games. Wait, no, he missed five. He missed five games. He missed five games. He missed five oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that name's yeah. wrong because it's no, he, he, no, it's not wrong. You just read it no. backwards. Yeah, he, he played, played in 12, 12 games. games. Oh, he played okay. in 12 games, and he tied. Do you know? Do you all know the quarterback he tied? Because uh, he doesn't have the most. Well, he does now. Well, because he, he did have the one in week 18. So he took at, at week 17. After week 17. Dak Prescott and Derek Carr both had 14 interceptions. Yeah, they were tied right. for 14 interceptions. Right. Derek Carr didn't play in week 18, and Dak Prescott did and threw an interception, so he took the interception record. Right. Um, but did you know, if you look at all of uh, the other statistics of Dak Prescott, he is um, a top six quarterback this this season. Right, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, if you might. He's a top six quarterback with – that also led that's like Brett Farvish <laughs> to be top yeah, five, well, top six honestly. and lead the league in, in interceptions. <laughs> well, Brett Favre had like 29 interceptions in a season. So that was right. Exactly. Something crazy. Yeah. yeah he, 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 with my Favre, he had 29 interceptions in one season. It is so good. still he a top really 10 quarterback. A top, you know, a top yeah. five, six. Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and Dak had a horrible, horrible, a terrible game uh, in week one against Tampa Bay. So, um, yeah, but you know, last year he played great against Tampa Bay, so uh, it's going to be a lot of factors there. I, I'm going to get off here. I'll, I'll make a prediction. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, the Cowboys might have it in them, and I'm going to say they edge uh, edge out a game, and it'll be 20 to 17. Okay. Sounds good, Brandon. Who you got? I got Tampa. I got Tampa. Why? Only other for than one, Tom Brady. Why? Only for one reason. Because my man Brady, we all know what he does TB12. in January. So TB12. There you go. Um, I think Tom Brady, Tom Brady, uh, did you all know, speaking of Tampa Bay having a losing record, did you all know this is the first, unlike Tomlin, this is the first losing record that Tom Brady has ever had? Did you all know that? I did not oh. know that. Yeah, yeah, in his career. Pretty crazy. Um, it's a year. Of, it's a it's a year for Tom Brady of a whole bunch of first. It's the his the first time he's had a losing season. The first time he's going to get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I like that. Um, so his team's just not good enough, dude. They, they're the the rest of the offense. The offensive line is not good enough to go up against a high powered defense like that. Uh, um, all I'm saying is right now he might is be able to Tampa... pick that defense apart if he can get a couple minutes. Because <laughs> uh, well, all, I, is all I'm saying right now, back. Dad, is is um, if Tampa wants to have a chance of winning a, a Super Bowl again, like they did with Tom Brady in his first oh, year there, yeah, this would can. be the year for them. Dude, to they make can't that even run. win nine games. What are you talking because, about? Uh, in the weakest well, division. I'm saying if you would let me finish, Tom Brady's not going to be back there next year. So no, he's a free agent. He he will definitely be somewhere else. He doesn't. He didn't want to be there this year. He tried to get out of it. He yeah. does not like it there. Um, who knows where? And then he be. retired and re- really quickly realized how annoying his fucking wife is. So he came back. So well, he retired and tried to go somewhere else, but couldn't because Tampa Bay wouldn't let him talk to anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, what know, happened? <laughs> right, and he was like, "Well, I guess I'll rather play for this shitty team." But you all got to get rid of that coach. And they sent the coach up and got rid of Bruce Arians and. There you go. Um, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened, um, which is cool. But uh, and I love Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. I've um, ever since he left New England, 
he's become one of my favorite people, man. He's funny. He's just more loose. I didn't. Oh, like Tom now, Brady. now the you way like Tom, Tom Brady, Brady acted around Bill Belichick. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like. No, I said it last year. I thought Tom Brady. Tom Brady's funny, dude. If you listen to him, he's funny, dude. He's a funny guy. He's a crack jokes. He just lives life more free, and that's that's pretty cool. And now he's not tied to some ball and chain. Shit. So there you go. Um, but he's gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs on a losing team. I mean, you got he had a losing record and. You know, four of those games were against crappy teams. You know what I'm saying? Is he coming back to New England? No, no. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't play for Belichick. You wouldn't give him enough money to play for Belichick. Well, all all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, on a podcast show uh, earlier this, I think like two months ago or something, on a podcast show, he called Belichick. Yep. And they talked on the phone. Yeah, I tell you, it'll be a nightmare. People was just rumoring that he's going to come back to New England. It's just good, happens. good entertainment for the off season. Let's wait till the off season, and then it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We'll be like, oh no, he's going to the Raiders because he wants to get back with the offensive coordinator. Oh, oh no, did, he's you know. Did whatever. you guys see what I posted on uh, San Francisco? It, his his love of his love of life. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see and we'll what have I posted Carr on? To uh, try to predict where he goes, also. So it'll be well, about Aaron Rodgers, did you guys see what I put in the group chat earlier? Um, He's not going anywhere. A Tennessee Titan player posted on Twitter. um, He posted a picture (laughs) of Aaron Rodgers in a Titans uniform with eyeballs. And everyone's like, oh, shit, is he going to Tennessee? That would be interesting. Nobody wants to take on that contract, right? I mean, that that would be that would be hilarious, though, because. Aaron Rodgers is a lot of things, but he is definitely not tough. Like when I look at Aaron Rodgers, I don't think of a tough guy. And Tennessee's like the toughest team in football. <laughs> and so I'm like, they need a tough quarterback, in my opinion. And Aaron Rodgers is more like a crybaby than a tough guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. They need, Tennessee needs like a Ben Roethlisberger or something. Yeah, they need a Ben Roethlisberger or, you know, even a um Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? No. Lamar Jackson's a tough motherfucker. He would he would tear Tennessee up on their head, dude. He would be They'd be Super Bowl bound, baby. So, uh, yeah. But and he anyway. would all, and he would also be telling people to go fucking yeah, go eat a cock in their fucking mother's basement or something. <laughs> Did you see when he told that thing yeah, that on Twitter? Who was that? Lamar Jackson. Some oh. uh, some Baltimore fan fucking cussed him out. They were like, "Oh, fucking Lamar Jackson, you come." Oh, is that the one he had to kind then, of like? Uh, he had to. He got. The coach, Chet yeah, they made it. They made apologize right. for it a couple yeah. of days afterwards because this yeah. dude came out, and it's true. But when when he comes back and he has one bad game, Baltimore fans act like they're fucking idiots and don't know how to act with the quarterback. So the dude got on there and he thought he could touch it to Lamar Jackson. So uh he was like, "Oh, Lamar Jackson comes back off of injury and then throws three interceptions. We just need to let his fucking ass go and get another quarterback and all this. And Lamar Jackson said, that's why I'm the NFL player. Why don't you go eat a fucking cock in your mother's basement? <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, I, I love Twitter for a lot of reasons, but if I'm an athlete, I'm not getting on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Sports fans are the, exactly. are the worst. I mean, yeah, like, you're you getting the worst. Like, I wouldn't, right. I would not engage with some rabid drunk fan yeah. <laughs> somewhere in his mom's basement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, why, why? Yeah, let's not get in, a, get in an argument with a drunk guy at a bar. What are you doing? 
Yeah. Right, you know. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. We are done, fellas. That's it. That's it. That's week 19, the wild card weekend. There you go. We did that. We did that. We did everything I got. So we are done here. All I got to say, you guys got anything to say before we wrap it up? Anything? Uh, it's going to be a good weekend of uh, playoff football, I bet. Yeah. I'm looking All forward right. to it. All right. Let's um, watch those dreams get crushed. There you go. There you go. Seattle Seahawks knock off 49ers. Pete Carroll, coach of the year. What? No. He, although he's had a great season. He's had one of his best seasons. And by the hey. way, I think they, they get the number fifth pick, I think. So, right, exactly. Yeah, they're going to be all in right. good shape. There you go. Um, all right. Until Tuesday. Tuesday we will be back and we will uh, do all the takeaways for this wild card weekend games. So until Tuesday, we're out. Peace. We need help, football gods. Yeah.